2: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
3: what's up it's your boy the ted smith from the men's room and did you know i have a podcast well i do the podcast new episodes uploaded every wednesday on the odyssey app
4: Ninety nine point nine KISW. We
5: return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill.
4: I want to someone who injured themselves
5: doing blank two hundred six eight hundred three rock. You know, before we went to break, there uh, we were talking about them using medical cocaine, right? Mm-hmm. I say, like, yeah, my dad. In said, the dental world, and he good. grew up with it in the forties, and you are like, nah, dog. I am telling you, my, my aunt in the nineteen eighties, which blew my mind. Well, a couple of texts came in. It says they still have medical cocaine. They use it. If you're allergic to Novocaine, any doctors that are listening, I'm allergic to Novocaine.
4: She actually, she was in a residency in, her, in the late '70s and became a dentist in the early '80s. Okay. So I don't know if they're still using it as a practice, but they used it leading
5: up to. Uh, apparently, they still do. Says my friend is a nurse at one of the local hospitals, and they actually do still have medical cocaine for very specific treatments. Someone else says they gave coke to my brother for a broken nose in the late 80s. He ended up doing it for years because of his introduction <laughs> This to is awesome. And Jesus. finally, uh, old guys, I got a piece of metal in my eye in the early 2000s, and I was prescribed liquid cocaine. I had to sign a DEA waiver stating that if I got addicted to the hospital, I wasn't liable. Keep in mind, they gave him this for his eye. I finished that bottle off with my tongue and gums. Mm-hmm. That from Bob.
4: Once knew someone who injured themselves doing blank 206
5: 803 rock? Hello, Eddie. Welcome to the men's room.
6: Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Hola. All right, so when I was uh, about seven years old, uh, well, my, my father owned a landscaping business, and anytime time he cut down trees and whatnot, he'd bring them back to uh, our, our house, which was the yard, and cord up the wood. Uh, well, one weekend, they were filling up a dump truck full of uh, cordwood, and I happened to be fucking excited and somebody missed the back of the dump truck and a piece of it the- cracked me in the back of the head
5: <laughs> so they are just tossing it in there missed and hit you
6: yeah yeah they are hugging it in the back of the dump truck came over the top cracked me in the back of the head I remember going um everything the lights just went out it went black uh ended up my mom came out and picked me up off the ground brought me in and uh just kind of hung out on the couch. They made me stay awake and whatnot. I was sure went to the hospital, but that's
5: my story. So wait, they did not take you to the hospital. They just made sure you didn't fall asleep on the couch.
6: Correct. Looking back, it probably wasn't
5: the brightest idea. I'll tell you what, you weren't involved in the process
4: of, of, of cutting the tree down, but like when you fell a tree, that's dangerous as hell, too. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. I mean, we, we did it in, in Boy Scouts. It was a, a piece of property by our uh, elementary school, and they were making way for a new parking lot, and the parking lot was going to be bigger out, big enough to actually, so that school buses could turn around, because they used to back up. They used okay. to back up. But anyway, they said, hey, you guys can go down there and get as much wood as you want, and then you can sell the cords uh, for your for your Boy right, Scout troop. Okay. And man, it took, it, it, we were we were down there for, it seemed like, two or three days every night for two weeks. Sure. Because we were just going in the summertime, and you know, during the day, whatever the deal was. But, uh, I mean, tons. One kid I know put an axe into his <laughs> shin as it, as, as it bounced off the wood. It right. It went right under the inside of his leg. So he, he took one to the shin. And it was an axe wound. Yeah. To the shin. Um the, everything between the splitters to the poison oak to almost dropping trees on kids because we were all scattered out everywhere. I mean, it yeah. was, it's amazing that no one got out of there, you know, without a lot. It is kind of amazing.
5: Like, if you want a good Google search, and we brought this up probably about a year ago, but, you know, beavers are known so well for uh, felling trees. I'm like, man. They can't all be good, right? So we did a Google image of beavers that d- they successfully dropped a tree, but it landed on them. And it is staggering how many beavers are bad at this. They, they rented a wood chipper.
4: A couple of the the scoutmasters wanted to use the chips of wood as kind of like mulch for their for their yards.
5: All right. So,
4: you know, somebody had one on the back of the truck that they rented. And it, Our job was to stuff the wood chipper full of all the yeah. branches. We were supposed to use little hatchets to take all the branches off of the main, you know, trees and then shove those
5: into there. Just... No big deal, you know. Just just a bunch of kids sticking their hands into a a wood chipper. I, I still, look, I, I stand by it. I think it's still good for kids to do. You understand the danger, but if you can explain to the kids like this is mm-hmm. dangerous, everything around and you can dangers. show them the stories. Right? Somebody I want to say last week. Somebody either got pulled into the wood chipper. They did. They didn't make it. Or did the guy throw someone in the wood chipper? There was no, some no, no, kind no, no, no. of dispute his, his, going his, his, on. His,
4: his uh, sweatshirt got caught on a branch that he was throwing in. <sighs> and when that it, it, it would not let go of the sweatshirt. Right. So when it started to chew in, it took his entire arm in and then the rest of it. Wouldn't it be better
5: to, like, if you're doing a wood chipper, maybe do it shirtless? Because lot oh, people like, yeah, go I mean, these that people time idiots. of the year, though. I I man, I get it, but it's just it's always the clothing got grabbed. It's not like these guys were sticking their hands in there trying to clear anything. It's always some piece of material got caught, and I guess once you get caught, that's pretty much all she wrote.
4: Right. Especially when it comes to like ropes and things like that. My buddy, uh my, my buddy Charlie was a, a sailor for a number of years, and he got thrown out to sea based on the fact that they were throwing an anchor out. They were they were they're planning on just, you know, killing it for the night or whatever yeah. the deal was. Wrapped around his angle. <laughs> Shot, shot him out, man. They had, to, they had to turn around. I mean, it was like Arctic of water. He was freezing his ass off. Well, I mean, that's why when I mean, you look at like
3: deadliest catch, like that's why they're so crazy about the new guys on that deck. Right. How you throw the lines, how you throw the
5: buoys. Because you're right. If it
3: if like, catches, if you going catches with it. them, you're not getting out of it. No, you're going to
5: die. Just going to take it to the bottom of the ocean. Yep. Have you seen anyone get hit in the face? Uh, well, it wasn't the face, it the back of the head, but on a on a sailboat, one of the smaller like catamaran kind of thing. A guy, he took a bunch of us out, and uh, he did it in turns. It's a bunch of kids, but there was someone, a girl, I don't know, she's like 13, 14 years old. I'm about 10, but the one thing he said was, hey, man, when I say duck, like, hit the deck, because that thing whips around, right? So oh, he yeah, said and duck, the boom comes around. Yeah, and we all got down, and she didn't, man, and this thing hit her in the back of the and launched her ass into the <laughs> water. But the thing is, she was unconscious, man. Like, everyone had to jump in and pull her, because it, it hit yeah. her, knocked her out, but it also knocked her 20 feet into the water. It's like, wow. So after that, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to get on there again. I want to see someone
4: <laughs> who injured themselves doing blind 206-803 rock. Oh, I got a great sailing story for you, as far as my uncle goes. I think I've told this story before, but this is no lie. He was with my dad, and they were sailing off of the coast of, of Florida in the St. Pete area. They, my dad was living in Dunedin at the time. And there's a state park out there called Caladesi Island, and there's another uh, smaller island beside that that is a nude beach. All right. So the entire island is a nude beach. And so my dad and my uncle decide that they are going to pull into the nude beach. You don't say. And uh, my uncle is, he, apparently there's a woman walking down the beach with just huge cans. <laughs> and my uncle gets excited and he wants to jump off the boats. Uh, basically, you're beaching the boat at this point. It yeah. was a Craft catamaran. So they're just beaching the boat. Sure. And they're coming in. But my uncle decided that he wanted to jump off of the boat and kind of like run in with the boat in about two to three feet of water.
5: As he's trying to impress this woman, I'm guessing. I think
4: he's just trying to get on the beach to take a look at those cans. Okay. So he jumps off the boat, according to my dad, in the bottom of his foot, much like the guy who stepped on the board, lands on a sea urchin. Oh. Which is about, you know, 10 spikes that go straight up the bottom mm-hmm. of his heel. And they all had to be removed. Every <laughs> yeah. single one. I mean, because they have a barb on them. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's in, so it's ten. When stays win, there. they go in, they, 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 they kind of hook inside. But I, I don't know if you've ever had like a planter issue or anything. Anything to the bottom of the foot is just hell on wheels. Yes, it is. For I mean, real. It, it, it's one of the most you know sensitive places on your body. And mm-hmm. the pain just shoots up your leg nonstop no matter what. You Dude, can, I think anything on the foot. I got sunburn on the top of my feet. <sighs> and it might have been the worst sunburn I've ever had in my life. Don't your feet have more sensitive nerve endings in any other part of your body? I or don't know. Like I just
5: that. feel, I don't know if there's more. I just feel right? like the ones under there. Reflexology, people
4: who roll, right. arms, you know what I mean? All that crap. I don't know if there's more. headache. I
5: like. just feel like they're just more sensitive. Okay. You know, like, you got nerves yeah. everywhere, right? You take a punch at the face you go, okay, somehow the same thing happens at the bottom of your foot. It's just, when you're in Hawaii, right, do you step on any of that black coral? Uh, no, but I took uh, a chest full of it when I spilled on a surfboard. Oh, you took it in the chest? Well, they tell I, you to flop straight
4: down, man. I tried.
5: Yeah, I, I, I superman that thing, man, and I was like, oh, God, and, oh, God. They're not kidding about the pain. I don't know if it's particularly dangerous, but the amount of yeah. pain that you're in is unbelievable. What's amazing is you can successfully flop in six inches of water and not touch the coral. It,
4: it, it, it is possible. It's like the guys who jump off those platforms. You say it's possible, pool. but you also you just, just landed you on You just have to consciously decide that you are going to belly flop flat into the water, which is very difficult. Yeah. Because that's like, it goes against everything you learn. Yeah,
5: everything instinctively tells you not no, to do that. No, no.
4: Once I knew someone who injured themselves doing blank, 206-803 Like this summer, right? The
3: lake, Flathead Lake, the, the part we were at in Montana. The lake was a little more shallow, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of it being like super deep right off the end of the dock, it was like you could see the bottom, but it was still pretty deep. So I was like, hang on, like, I'm not going to dive in. I'll jump in and see just how bad it is, right? Not, not like jumping, but just went in. Yeah. And I was like, look, you can do it just as you enter the water, just start curving your body up. Right. So that if anything hits, it'll just be your butt. So one girl that was with us, she's like, you sure? And I was like, yeah, but she completely mistook my directions. And just kind of jumped in, like right on her butt, almost like a backbreaker.
5: And I was like, "Oh God, not like that!" So she curved her body before she even got into the water. Yes. Did you say, "Hey, let me let me be a little more specific"? <laughs>
3: yeah. Don't exactly do it
5: before you're wet. Because right, <laughs> I was like,
3: "I bet that hurt." She was like, "That hurt so bad."
5: Yeah, I bet. Uh, <laughs> Hello, uh, Chase. Uh, Welcome to the men's yeah. room.
7: Hola. Hola. So uh, my story,
1: and I started with so, um, uh, my story is a personal one. Uh, about three years ago on New Year's, uh had some uh, liquid courage in me, and I was messing with some fireworks, and uh, it wasn't far enough away, and actually lost half my hand. You lost half
4: of your hand, so all your fingers are gone?
1: Uh, two fingers are gone, and half my palm.
4: Which fingers are gone off, and uh, which hand?
1: Uh, right hand, and I am actually right-handed. Uh, pinky and ring finger on the right hand, are and you uh, half sp-
5: the palm. Are you and still? Are you still right-handed? Yeah, I actually forced myself. Yeah, to uh to use my right hand. So if you have your, you can still run, right You on.
4: can still, you can still write with your nub on your thumb, and you have your two fingers. Oh, yeah. You can still use chopsticks. Oh, I can still TIG weld and everything. What is the what? What is the hardest aspect of of not having those digits? Because tying your shoes, they, they don't seem like they're the most important, but you definitely need them. Uh, dating and riding a motorcycle. Is that from a brake or a clutch standpoint? Uh, it's from just being able to hold on. Uh, on yeah, am. that makes sense. So yeah, you're
5: kinda just right. really working your wrist a lot. So like do you ever yeah, get yeah. weird looks like you go to a Seahawks game, right? They score a touchdown, strangers turn around, everyone high fives each other. I mean, this is universal, right? You ever get a weird look, someone goes to the high five and you are like, That's a high three.
1: Yeah, oh, I say that all the time. I'm like high three and they're like, What? And like halfway through the swing, they're like, What <laughs> is <there> going <laughs> on? Okay, how about the
4: how about the look on someone's face with a new introductory person you never met handshake? Yeah. Oh, that is hilarious! I wait for it. I was going to say that, that because the, the look on some—I I know I have done it before. I, I don't know what I look like doing it, but I know the look said, "Oh God, do you have to keep shaking my hand?" Because the person I was shaking their hand was in the same boat. Like this is really going to mess with his head. So I'm like, "You yeah, hey, oh are yeah, messing with my head."
3: I, I mean, look, every time
5: I've had to shake a nub, mm-hmm. you just you just shake it. You power through. I you don't, through don't, don't react. One. I shook okay. through a nub one, and, and the whole through thing goes through a nub. <laughs> My my mother's boss was coming over for dinner. This is years ago. I'm like 14, 15, and like anything, my mom's like, "Hey, the boss is coming over for dinner. Just be in your best behavior." Blah blah blah. Typical mom speech. All right, no worries. So my mom's taking this woman around, and the woman has her arms folded mm-hmm. as she's walking through the house. So there's no evidence that she does not have a hand. But again, per my mom's instructions, I'm going to be decent. My mom introduces me to her, and I put out my hand to shake her hand. And I remember she threw this nub in the palm of my hand, and I'm shaking it, and I'm hoping that my face does not convey what I'm thinking. It's not that it's the end of the world, but if you don't know what's going to happen, it's a little jarring. Yep. Right? So whatever. Nice enough lady. Uh, had dinner. She went home. Mm-hmm. First thing I said to my mother was, hey, man, like you got to give me some kind of warning that she's going to throw a nub out there. My mom's like, no chance. I was going yeah,
4: My my buddy of mine that I used to work with. His wife was at the station because they had just had a new baby. All right. So she's got the baby. She's holding the baby with her left arm when I go to shake her hand. And I never met her before. And she, most of her hand was gone. Almost complete. And I'm looking at the baby and all this stuff. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? Hey, nice to meet you. They take a look. Oh, whoa. whoa.
5: <laughs>
4: and I almost, it almost seemed like I was like looking at the kid going, golly. Wow. Whoa. Hey, hey, whoa. You yeah. yeah."
5: You ever talked to a woman who's breastfeeding and you didn't realize it? Uh, I've done it once. I can't remember. I, the, I don't that. think so. I'm talking to this woman, and to me, you know, because kids, when you're holding a baby, guy or girl, usually their face is towards your chest, right? If it looks like mm-hmm. they're asleep. So I think the kid's asleep. I'm just chatting with her, 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 chat with her. and she's kind of cool, but seemed a little shy. I'm just not picking up on this. I walk out of the room to grab a drink. My wife's like, you know she was breastfeeding, right? I'm like, oh my God. So said, I had no freaking idea. None at all. She's was like, small, you just small kept small talking. Boobs. Not really. It just looked like she had, you know, cleavage out or something. I had no idea. And I'm just chatting to this poor woman. It's like, yes, okay, right. My bad. I once knew someone who injured
4: themselves doing blank 206 803 I wrong. mean, depend- I guess some people are very, like, kind of,
3: you can't even, you're right. It's hard to tell. Sometimes I mean, the, the baby's little and, like, right, but. And I'm not generally looking at your boobs. Not for long, anyway, but hey, hey, still. But- I, ha- I-, I have done the other thing where, like, been out with a buddy and we were out, like, something. I was visiting him. So we we're, like, daytime drinking or whatever. And he yeah. was like, hey, just remember when we go home, like, just go straight downstairs. Don't so go in the living room. Didn't even dawn on me. But, yeah, my mom was in there. His wife just stretched out, just kind of naturally just kind of. I was just like, oh, man. Dude, that's
8: what you mean. Right. Talking. He <laughs> gotcha. was like, I
3: told you to walk in and go into the. I was like, it didn't dawn on me. It did. I, right. You just I, kind of forget that. Right. But, like, she wasn't really covered up. So that was the
5: odd part because he was like. Saw her other boob, huh? I was like, yes. That's what I wanted to see. The unoccupied. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Jerry. Welcome to the men's room. Closed one of my eyes.
8: (laughs) You know, when someone injures you, you need to call the advocates. And I have a Christmas jingle. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. We called Ken and Donnie happen? at the Advocates. With our settlement, we scarcely grieve.
5: You know, I'm going to forward that soon. Oh. Ted, you're going to see him soon. Mm-hmm. I want you to recite
4: that to them. Word for word. Steve's going to steal it and claim it as his own.
5: I'll tell you right now, Jerry. VD's gonna going to steal it. I'm going to steal it. That is going to happen.
4: So, Jerry, what did you do?
8: Uh,
5: well, Independence,
8: 20 um, sometime. I was hiking in these woods that are near my house and under under construction there was this artificial stream bed that was going to be done but they had a temporary fence around it and I happened to hit one of the steel fence posts with my dingaling <laughs> You cut your
5: penis while hiking?
8: Yeah on a fence post for one of those fluorescent orange temporary fences. The the fence was nice and bright fluorescent orange, but the posts were dark green.
4: Oh, so you're you're talking about a snow fence.
8: Right.
5: Now, do do you worry about getting tetanus? Like, is this something you go to the hospital for, or you just let that bad boy bleed?
8: Well, I had uh, a tetanus shot within
5: the past five years or so. So I wasn't worried about that. What what is the time frame on a tetanus shot? Five years, ten uh-huh. years? I mean, that's the
4: thing. Do you, have a, do you have a scar on your wiener, Jerry?
5: Jerry's gone. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering, like, what is the? Because uh, I don't know the last time I've gotten a tetanus Frankin shot. Wiener. And then I don't know how long they last. They tell you
4: when you go to the doctor.
3: They've, they they've, they've, they've. I mean, generally, right? When you go in, like, I had my last one two years or almost three years ago, just because right. I went in at 40, like, to get a. Fiz- they were like. He goes. When's the last time you had a tetanus tennis shot? And cool. I did what you did. I said I don't. And he goes. Okay, let's just have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
5: You should be telling me this. That's why I, I hate when they ask I, me certain I, I, things. I'm like, like, I don't know. Right. Are you allergic yeah. to this? Yeah. I don't know. We're that's gonna find out. Shot actually. Mm-hmm.
3: far yeah. Like, yeah. that one kind of hurts. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm pretty one. sure of the
4: S hit the fan, and the feds were looking at me. They could see every single thing that I've done online since the year 2000. Right. Every single thing that I've done. They could comb through it all. You don't know if I got a tetanus shot or not. Like I don't know. I don't have records. Like what the hell? Like do I need to keep all this stuff on my own? Should I bring it with me? me? I guess I do. I mean, it probably is your responsibility. To uh, take by care the your way, own health. But could you help me out? But my my dealership sends me a notice when I need to come in for a checkup on my car. Yeah, this is tetanus. <laughs> yeah, this and is, somebody this is says, hey, thrill." It lasts about twelve you should get years. A, you I should get,
5: a, should a, get it. <laughs> I know I've gotten <laughs> it in the last twelve years because I've had the same conversation with the doctor. So that's I'm like, like I don't I'm know not your
3: doctor, but trust me, get a tetanus shot. What's your next physical?
5: I don't know.
4: All right,
3: just that. get yeah. it
5: then. I would say 12 uh, years, uh, but if you get or impale or poke like a nail, you need to get another one to be safe.
4: Over the last break, Carfax just sent me an email that said, you need new tires. Mm. I didn't buy the car, Carfax. How the hell do they know that? You can't tell me if I need a tetanus shot? The car fox told me, forget about it. <laughs> I want to hear someone who injured themselves doing flying 206 803
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. like me
4: in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring
2: professionals like a professional post your free job on
4: LinkedIn.com slash recommend
2: today this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what KISW.
4: The Men's Room returns with Miles and thrills. The 10 worst Christmas songs of all times on the way with Taryn Daly. We will send spin right after emails on our question. I once knew uh, someone who injured themselves doing blank.
5: 206-803-ROCK. Hello. Damn it, hang on. Hello, Russell. Welcome to the Men's Room. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you doing? Hola. Hola. All right, so I'm going to
7: throw this way back. Uh, 23 years, this was happened to me. I was a 12-year-old boy, or a 13-year-old, I should say. It was... Um, there was this little uh, ride that uh, you use for, like, kids with, like, the little type, type rides. It was a roller coaster. I took a four-wheel scooter on it. I ended up crashing,
5: breaking my leg, and knocking myself out. So explain where you were again. It was like, what, an unused roller coaster? No, no, it was a a little roller coaster that you use for, like, little kids. I think I've seen
4: those before. It's like a little Fisher-Price thing that has a couple little tiny ups and down hills.
7: Yes, it was one of those. And you did what now? And I took a four-wheel scooter on it, not thinking about the consequences, and broke both my tibula and my fibula.
5: Damn. On one of those, man?
7: Yeah, it knocked me out. I woke up with my parents around me, my neighbor's parents around me, and my department. Oh, no. How long were you out? I have no idea how long I was out for. Right after that, they took me to the hospital, uh, got me put into a splint, and then I had to get surgery done.
5: Okay. Damn. How long did it take to recover from that? How long before you could just walk again? Six months. Wow, That's man. That's substantial
4: when you're a kid. That is a lot. Long... It's substantial for anybody. But when you're a yeah. kid and you're active and yeah, you you're move 13, around man, you have all that energy. Different world. I want to see someone who injured themselves doing blind 206 803 rock. Hello,
5: Brad. Welcome to the men's room.
7: Boo, bitches. Boo. Boo. All
1: right, so I'll try and make this short. So I was 10 years old and we used to always, you know, like jump in our bikes. That was the thing we did when we were 10. So. Me and my friend David, we got this bright idea. We were, picture a rural cross street. We were going to go across. There was a driveway that went behind a safeway. And we went across a two-lane road up a hill a little bit. And we had the bright idea to come barreling down this hill and jump in the in behind the safeway. So the, the problem is, is it was a blind uh, street corner. You couldn't see to your left. So we come barreling down, and my friend Dave goes right in front of a car. I panicked, freaked out, hit my brakes, went into a skid, got tangled up in my bike, and um, scared, rode back down to the park about a mile, um, and then I'm standing at the park talking to our friends and telling them what just happened, and somebody looks over at my leg, and he goes, Hey, Brad, what's wrong with your leg? And I looked down, and my my pants were torn from my ankle all the way to my hip, and right about mid thigh there was a piece of my leg missing. <laughs> oh
5: Jesus man. And you had no
1: idea. Yeah. No, I had no idea. It didn't hurt, it didn't bleed, but apparently the back bolt the bolt that holds the back tire on ripped up my leg and that's where it dug in and it tore a piece of my leg out so there was somewhere was a piece of leg <laughs> laying on the the road somewhere back there and ended up getting
5: 57 stitches out of that. Damn. Now, did it start to hurt when he pointed out that there's something wrong with your leg?
1: No, and, you know, I thought of that as I was listening to you earlier. For some reason, this never hurt, ever. It was weird. That is but, that, uh, that is amazing. How much
5: leg was missing?
1: Um, probably a 50-cent piece or a doll, a, a, a silver dollar-sized circle and about, I don't know,
5: probably a quarter-inch deep. Damn, man. Okay. Yeah. What kind yeah, of little grandma. woodland creature do you think walked off with your leg skin? <laughs> I'm just convinced, like, once it comes Probably up. Probably a squirrel. A, a squir- but do squirrels want something meaty? I'm feeling like it'd be like a raccoon or a possum. Possum, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just, I am convinced that that piece of leg was like, ooh, pepperoni treat, man. But I think a lot of wild animals would eat more stuff if it was an option. More than likely a bird. But you, th- Birds will eat pretty much anything, I've discovered. But a squirrel, might- you think a squirrel would eat, like, meat? Like the Cheetos eating nuts, you know. But I've never, nah, maybe. like, I've never seen anyone with like a piece of pepperoni trying to feed a squirrel. It's oh, always man that would change their <laughs> life, dude. That squirrel would never leave you alone again. Mm-hmm. Pepperoni squirrel. That would me? be the first words that a squirrel's ever said. Damn, they call him pepperoni <sighs> squirrel. That's
4: why the uh, that's why the rat takes him in the New York subway. You know? mm-hmm. Sliced pepperoni. Yeah. I want to so knew someone who injured themselves doing
5: blind two hundred six eight hundred three rock. Hello, Gretchen. Welcome to the men's room.
0: Hola. 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 All right, my story also involves uh, snorkeling and a sea urchin, but this ended up leading to, like, a one-year-long medical fiasco with multiple surgeries and a pain pill addiction, and I still have some permanent damage from it.
5: Wow. Good times. All from snorkeling. So, So what exactly happened?
0: I was in the Dominican Republic with my husband and son. We were snorkeling off a little island, They warned us to wear water shoes, but you know, we did not. And I impaled my foot, not the bottom of it, but I was, you know, laying snorkeling on my belly. So I kicked down and all the spikes of this giant sea urchin went through, uh, the joint of my foot, big toe primarily. Um, and at the time we were way out in the middle of nowhere. Everyone, they're, they're kind of poisonous. So it can really burn. So everyone peed into a coconut ported it on my foot, you know, kind of like what happens if you get stung by a jellyfish. People think pee helps. Um, anyway, so they did that. I was there for another seven days, no issues. My foot was fine. Kept swimming, walking around um, in sandals, in the dirt and everything. I got back to Seattle, and two days later, my foot was swollen up to like twice its size. I couldn't even walk. Um, went to a foot doctor. He did a bunch of tests and said you've got a septic infection, um, you need to go into surgery immediately or you might die. Um, and so, uh, you know, I went in and had surgery. Not the septic infection probably occurred because I had all these holes in my foot from hundreds of spikes through there, kept swimming in dirty, maybe poopy water, who knows. But
5: yeah, it's definitely poopy surgery. water. It's not mm-hmm. like fish go to the bathroom outside. I mean, like, they're, they're pooping. If you, they're get, if you get in the hot tub... This,
0: there could have been, though, in this area, it may not have been that clean from humans sure. potentially pooping, you know, in the water. Anyway, I had the surgery and, um, my foot just did not get better. You know, they eventually sent me to an infectious disease specialist. And, um, I think after a while they thought I just wanted more pain pills, which was partly true, but no, my foot still really hurt. And, and they, after a while, they didn't want to treat me anymore, but it was not better. I couldn't walk half the time. Started doing some research and found out that there are some people that have been impaled by sea urchins in the joint area that develop arthritis from it, like really bad arthritis. And I uh, went to another foot doctor, and he confirmed all of this. I developed a really bad arthritis from the urchins and did another surgery on me and... Um, that improved my foot a lot. It's still not completely better. I have issues sometimes, but I mean... How, how because, long ago
5: How long ago did this happen?
0: This happened in 2012. Okay. Yep. Um, and the thing at the time was just to throw pain pills at me, um, which, you know, great, but I ended up addicted to them. I've been clean for a while now, but... How long were yeah,
5: you addicted I mean, to the pain pills?
0: Uh, probably, you know five years or so, and then I was on Suboxone for quite a few years. I'm off that now.
5: Okay. And I'm guessing this um, so app has some kind of impact between your uh, your kid and your, your husband as well, right, when you're hopped up yes. on the pain pills?
0: Yeah, I mean, my husband also had, you know, I shared the pill, pills with him, to be honest with you. We both struggled with addiction, and um, he unfortunately passed away this past um, April from a fentanyl overdose. It has nothing to do with my foot injury, but you know, the year of pills that I got related to this injury probably didn't help, you know, our addiction. Were you, you, know were, you add,
4: were you were you addicted to anything before you started taking these pills? In other words, you smoke cigarettes, oh, I mean, you like alcohol. I mean, did you have to marry-
0: Oh, all of the above, you know, oh. I mean, okay. yeah. So this didn't create it. It just was, you know, it continued and made something worse. that sure, sure. had already been a bit of an issue. Yeah. All right.
4: OK. How's your foot now?
0: It's fine as long as I don't stub my toe. If I do, that's agonizing, and you know it, I can't bend it all that much, my big toe. And um, but for the most part, much better after that second surgery. Well, that so sucks where,
4: for a food? Caribbean vacation and to come if back like can, that. Uh, you know?
5: If they <laughs> could bring the specific sea urchin that launched you through all of this and said, "Here it is in a tank. Would you keep it? Would you kill it? What?"
0: <laughs> I would not kill it. You know, I I'm a diver. I snorkel. I love critters i wouldn't kill it i just hey, oh. it. wow, again, Jesus. wow. Writers, here are the seven words you can't say
5: yeah. on the radio oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> i kind of like her Mother for that but no please keep those words in mind call <laughs> calling and now back to the program she swung for
4: the fences on that one now you don't have to text us if you heard it you're listening online man, oh man. uh quick update by the way <laughs> Yes, squirrels are uh omnivorous uh
3: Omnivorous, omnivorous. So what? they
5: eat both. Uh, You've been looking that up.
3: Yeah, I wanted to know if
5: they'll eat meat. Uh, <laughs> squirrels in your backyard? Well, sure. You've got. Right now me. you know where right? you throw, live, throw dude. Throw a piece yeah, pepperoni. Yeah, That's
3: squirrels. But yeah, they'll eat uh, the kids, uh, ground squirrels. Ground. ground. <laughs> Well, you're making burgers tonight. So nice. I know. Like, <laughs> is there tree squirrels? I don't know. There is. All right, ground squirrels. Their diet includes small
5: snakes, lizards, snakes. mice, insects, etc. Like insects, I could see. Man, I did not know the squirrels are like you go to snakes I'm about to They seem so nice. I just
3: wouldn't feed meat to a squirrel because I've known too many people that started feeding squirrels, and now their backyard. It's like they got children. Mm-hmm. As a squirrel. They don't stop. They no up, tell they'll remember buddy.
5: you. Like, oh, man, hey, this yeah. guy. He yeah. pepperoni. Do
4: pe- you know what? Pepperoni is what I'd go with. Not salami. Pepperoni. pepperoni. Okay. The Hormel bag. Just frisbee one out. <laughs> I once uh, knew someone who uh, injured themselves doing blank 206 803 rock
5: Hello, Nate. Welcome to the Mint room. Afternoon, gentlemen. Oh yeah. All
9: right. So this story is actually about my dad. It happened in the early 90s. Uh, he used to be a potato farmer. And one work, he was climbing a piece of farm equipment, um, and on his way down, he caught a wet ring on a bolt, which basically pinned his finger and mangled it. Uh oh!
4: Hello? Removed
9: Removed ring finger.
4: Yo, hold on! You got you got to tell us that again, man, because your phone's breaking up.
9: Oh, sorry. Uh, so this story is about my dad be a potato farmer, and uh, one day at work, he jumped off a piece of farm equipment and caught his ring on a bolt, and it pulled all the skin off and mangled it bad enough where they had to remove the ring finger, and they actually removed the where the ring finger was and cut off where the uh, pinky attaches.
5: Huh. Golly, man! I'm single down. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. see a ring under <laughs> finger. I don't have a finger to put mm-hmm. it on. Exactly, man. Oh man!
4: Right. Well, man, I tell you what. There's a lot of injuries involving rings because uh, of those freaking surgery. rings, and man. There's sure. a lot of different things that can happen that way. I did. Jimmy Fallon almost lost his hand. Uh, oh, one, that's right. One yeah. holiday, I believe, either using a bottle opener ring. or something like that. I don't know what the hell he did, but I've heard people the ring
3: saved him too. How so? Like using a saw or something. Oh, right, like, right, right. Like gold. You know
4: what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a heavy, met- like a metal. Like okay. Like that thing, that's, that's also part of the problem is because, yeah, it saved them from the saw. But if you need to saw that thing off, depending on the metal, <laughs> right. yeah,
5: that's it's, it. That it double-edged up. sword. You know? uh, by the way, Ted, people are checking it with squirrel knowledge. So it says practically stuff. all animals that eat meat, herbivore, just means they don't hunt. That's a good thing to know. And then there's a type of squirrel that attack deer in the jungle. So am I a herbivore? I, I guess, like eating technic- meat, but I've but never you been don't hunting. Hunt, right. Well,
3: you hunt at the, the grocery store.
4: store. Yeah, you know where you're going. You know what you're buying. You're hunting it. Well, I didn't kill it, though.
5: Yeah. No, you didn't kill it, but you acquired it. Also, yeah, but why that's more of it- a scavenger, right? Someone else has done the killing, yeah, look, and hey, then hey, I swoop hey, in hey, like hey, a hey, hyena. Hey, yeah. So and I'm
4: saying, so a hyena that's done hunting? They just do. They just clean up what the lion left behind. Yeah. The Generally. hyena,
3: but the hyena, they will hunt other animals. they're just smart and go. Let's we wait until stupid Cheetah gets him. He'll be all gassed out. You know <laughs> he's, what I mean? He's not kidding. Let's go now. Yeah, it's like you're the running back on the team, right? Let's say Miles is is Tyreek Hill, right? right. He's he's the wide receiver. Looks like
5: him, same speed mm-hmm. and everything.
3: Yeah, yeah. I say Miles is taller. <laughs> yep. But Miles keeps like, That just, is the only fact that's that's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he keeps going out at like the two or the one yard line. Then I got to run in, it's the fullback, and get all the touchdowns. Yeah. So that's the
4: hyena. That's your the hyena. Back they, is can, hyena right. Right.
3: they can hunt. They do. But also, it's like, well, let's just be smart about
4: this. Yeah, let's just wait. Did you see last night where he got injured and he hurt his ankle and he, he wasn't going to go back in and his wife said, get your, bad, get, get your ass back in. Yeah, no. He <laughs> <laughs> went back in. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I want to see someone who injured themselves doing blind 206
5: 803 Hello, Karina. Welcome to the men's room.
7: Hola, bitch, Hola.
5: hola. hola.
9: So, uh, last year, right before Christmas, um, my mom was flooding with my brother, and she fell going down the hill. Uh, my sister and I were making fun of her, like, oh, it's just a baby fall, and she's really dramatic, so we thought it was nothing. After a few hours, um, she was feeling a lot of pain and was like, oh, the, the wind was just knocked out of me. So, she went to the hospital she had
5: punctured a lung and broken like two ribs. Jesus, ooh, ooh. yeah. And there you were laughing at her, Karina.
9: I, I was.
6: No, we're bad. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's right. I got food poisoning, fell into a sink pedestal, and broke two ribs. Thank God I didn't puncture anything. But <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And but- I just, and I just, I had just basically recuperated about six months before that from breaking another uh, rib on the other side. But was this when you ate the weird mushroom? That was when I ate the word mushroom. The the see, first see, I okay. can't feel bad for it. The first the first time I the first time I uh, <laughs> the first time I broke a rib. I'm in a I'm in a in a machine squat rack where the weights are above you and you sit down basically yeah, yeah, on the yeah. ground and you push upward at about a 45 degree angle. I only I was warming leg up. press, a yeah, leg press. Correct. I only All had right. a couple 45s on there, so I was gonna I'm gonna go nice and light on this one. I'm just gonna go real deep, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do more deep squats on this right. and just take it nice and easy. The first time I bring it down to where my knees start to come into my uh, into my chest cavity here, pop. And I'm like, oh, God. On the first rep? The first rep. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it wasn't a lot of weight. I really was warming up, just trying to get going. And I just brought it down so low, because pop. And I was like, "Uh, I'm leaving. (laughs) It was the first machine I got on. Yeah, because the amount you can leg press
3: as opposed to doing a squat is unreal.
4: Yeah. So I'm I'm, serious. It was just trying to stretch out on the damn thing. And you could hear it. Like the guy beside me heard it pop. He's like, he like turned around. I'm like, oh man! He's like, <laughs> he's like, I said, I think that was a rib, man. He's like, man, that was loud. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. like, yeah, man. I'm pretty sure I snapped that one off pretty good. You but can that, hear breaks. I told
3: you, hearing somebody's Achilles pop in a uh, small basketball gym was probably the loudest injury I've ever
5: heard in my life. I do not want to hear that. No, I really. I don't.
3: mean,
4: it literally sounds like that.
5: Mm-hmm. I heard mm-hmm. a, uh, I
4: heard someone do the same thing.
5: A tore a pectoral muscle. Ah, well, same sound.
2: you
4: hear a pop, and I mean, it's it then. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. and then like one bars down like this and someone's trying to pick the damn thing up i was like oh man that's tell funny. me he had a lot of weight on it oh he had a ton of weight on it All this right. is in college man this guy was he was he was putting like over 300 up
2: i want to see someone who injured themselves doing blank 206 803 rock this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what